Welcome to our Lenten edition of Crosstalk. As we fix our eyes, ears, and hearts on Jesus our Savior, here's Trinity member Shannon Gross. The verses for today are found in Genesis chapter 3, 8 through 15. The man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? The man said, The woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit of the tree, and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on your belly, and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. Temptation has been around since God created humanity. And as this passage illustrates, so has our human tendency to buy into it and come out on the other side of it knowing we sinned, feel guilt and shame, and try to hide from it. But these verses tell us something else. God already knows about it but wants us to acknowledge it in his presence so we can repent of it. It also tells us we have an adversary who's been at work perfecting his temptation craft for thousands of years. If we move back to verse 1 of Genesis 3, we can see the smooth tactics he used on Eve, not attacking her, but attacking the word of God. Did God really say not to eat of it? Since the devil can't fight God directly and win, He targets God's people, and very often he does win. Of course, the temptation will look desirable. Otherwise, we wouldn't sin. So how do we defeat the devil at his game to steal and control our future? Let's look at the best example the Bible has of resisting temptation. The perfect model, Jesus Christ, who never caved to it and never sinned. What did he do in these instances? If you're not familiar with the story of Jesus in the wilderness for 40 days, check out the story in Luke 4, verses 1 through 13. Each time Jesus was tempted, he used the word of God to thwart the attack. No wonder Satan's first move in the Garden of Eden was to attack the word of God. It is the only weapon we have against him. And if he can disarm us, we are left defenseless and susceptible to his wiles. Make no mistake, our adversary has battled this way for ages— He knows human weaknesses all too well. So let us pick up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and protect ourselves from temptation, and put the devil in his place. First, take every thought captive according to 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5. The battle begins in the mind, and if we latch on to the desire of temptation, it will lead us to sin, as James 1, 15 explains. So stop it in its tracks so it does not overcome you. Next, whenever temptation persists, take action like Jesus did and use the weapon available to you. In Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 17, notice, the only weapon mentioned is the sword, so use it. Find scripture like he did to make the devil retreat because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. But according to James 4, 7, if you resist the devil, he will flee. So as you go about your day during this Lenten season and beyond, pay close attention to the temptation you're faced with. 
pierce those thoughts by the edge of the sword and make sure they are obedient to Christ before you move on with it. Jesus showed us what to do when temptation strikes. Now strike back with the weapon of his word. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word, for Jesus, our Redeemer and Savior. Thank you for giving us your Son to set us free from the power of sin and temptation. May we always remember his sacrifice and bring glory and honor and praise to you with every choice we make. In his name, amen.